Joining me right now is Jake Hewn. He'll be fighting on January 16th at Alaska Fighting Championship 144. What's going on, Jake? Freezing my ass off up here in Alaska, brother. <laughs> yeah, how is that weather, man? Is it what's the what's the temperature like? Well, last last night it was 22 below zero. It's been floating around zero today. I miss Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about uh some new art that you acquired on your hand. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a crazy uh piece of work. What is it and uh what made you want to get it? Bro, I um so I've, I've like you know like I got the whole Japanese sleeve on my other arm like that samurai style and uh I always wanted to get like the, the mask, you know, the bottom of the the samurai mask and I was going to get it done on my neck but then decided not to do it there. <laughs> I was kind of kind of dug like those hand tattoos like the Joker had you could put it up, you know. So um, my boy actually opened up a tattoo shop in uh, Patong in Thailand called Inked in Asia. And he hit me up. He's like, hey, man, we're, uh, we're doing some, for some tattoos to try and get in. You want to come in and get some work done? And I was like, hell yeah, bro. So he's like, well, what do you want to get done? Let's do, let's do my hand. Man, it was, uh, it was you should have seen it afterwards. My hand was literally swolled up like this thick. <laughs> Looked like the damn Michelin, man. It was terrible. Are you glad that you didn't get it on your neck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think this one put me off tattoos for at least another couple months. You, get, you know how it is? You get one, you're like, oh, all right, that's, I, I need a break. <laughs> yeah, that neck tattoo is like the point of no return, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the hand's pretty bad. But, but like the neck, there's there's no there's no, there's no no going back. I saw that uh, you, had, you had some interest in the bare knuckle boxing scene. Did you yeah. get some offers? Yeah, we we've been kind of chatting with them a little bit, trying to get some stuff rolling. I was trying to get on their uh, their Cancun card down there in uh, Mexico, but uh, didn't end up work out. They got you know nothing but a bunch of small guys running around. So um, we'll see what happens. But um, time frame wise, I'm more I'm gonna push with when they're talking about getting me on. I'm gonna push more for getting back to Japan, trying to get back over to Oh Ryzen, Jingo, holla at your boy. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Ryzen, you know, you made your debut at Ryzen 13. I thought uh, you had a pretty good fight, man. Like, you know, everybody gets caught. But in the beginning of that fight, you were very successful in your game planning and uh, your execution. Uh, take us through that fight. Tell me what you saw. Man, you know, leading up to that fight, I was feeling really good, you know, training with uh, the Hickman brothers and everybody out of Tiger. Um we got hit with that damn tsunami or whatever it was, the, the hurricane. It wasn't a tsunami. It was a hurricane. I guess the same thing, depending on where you're at. But um, it's, so they ended up changing my – like I got hot and got ready to go. And then they changed the time frames. You know, no excuse or anything. But, I mean, going into the fight, when we opened up, I felt good in the early exchanges, pushed him up against the turnbuckle, and I uh, was kind of trying to work some dirty boxing because the dude's long and hits like a goddamn mule. So I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and cut the distance a little bit. But, you know – Japan rules. They don't want you doing that. So <laughs> I, uh, we got broken up and, you know, we had some good exchanges early. Um, went for a spinning elbow and got clipped. I ended up on the ground. Dude almost took my head off with a soccer kick. And then, um, you know, we, we, we rolled back up and we kind of going, but he, um, I think he caught me with a really nice straight, right. And I think that one just set me on queer street. And, you know, I think it was a bit of an early stoppage. I'm not going to say I wasn't, I wasn't in trouble. I wasn't out. <laughs> I was not, you know, I could still throw, but, um, Man, it was a great experience. Jury's a that dude's a hell of a fighter, bro. He, um, I reckon if he ends up and makes that debut, or if he ends up and goes over to UFC Prague or whatever, 
it's uh, he's going to do big things over there. But that's a fight I wouldn't mind having back again. Maybe fight him in a cage, which is as it gets that fence and make it dirty. Jerry is a guy that I think a lot of dudes did not want to fight, and you took that challenge, man. And much respect to you. Yeah, bro. They um, I I think I think they got to have trouble finding matches. I mean, you can see how good he is. Like, I mean, he just fought Brandon Halsey, and Halsey's no joke, bro. I mean, that dude was belt for champ for a while, and you know, fucking Jerry can Jerry can bang, bro. I'm in, I would like to see what he can do later on. You know, I think his last loss was King Mo. And Mo's just like a terrible style matchup for any striker. You know, he'll if Mo gets on top of you, it's a long day at the office. I can I can speak from experience on that one. It's not where you really want to be. His long ass arms and that wrestling pressure. Yeah, definitely. How was the fan experience? Was it crazy? Bro, bro. I never want to fight anywhere but Japan ever again. Everybody was everybody was so cool and like they just they were just stoked that you were there to fight and like they just loved you, man. And like Ryzen. Bro, they really, really, really took care of the fighters. Like, we had great hotel rooms. We had a hotel room for me in my corner. And, like, these aren't, like, little, like, you know, we're staying at the Westin or whatever. Well, it was the Westin. But, like, we're not staying at the, we're not staying at the Holiday Inn. You know what I mean? Like, like this is a two big-ass suites. <laughs> like, it was awesome, bro. Like, that was – it was a great experience. Everywhere you go, like, fans would want to stop you and take photos. And, so, you know, win or lose afterwards, they were, you know, they are really cool, man. And, like, Japan on top of that was just great. And the food and the beer. I was, I was in fat kid heaven, bro. Did you get any uh, interesting gifts? Because I know a lot of these fans, they come with gifts and all kinds of weird shit. Yeah, man. I got um, some dude gave me some like uh, these like sweets. So I got like some chocolates from a fan. Um, I got a, a headband, like a kamikaze type headband. I got a, uh, and then this other dude, like I don't know what they were, but they were some of the most delicious little like baked goods I've ever had in my life. He gave them me and I tried one and then I just smashed all the other five. <laughs> Looking like just a fucking big of a man. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I think like fighting over there and then you go back to the States or even any other country, it's it's like, what are they doing, right? A lot of people say that, a lot of fan, fighters. It's a trip, bro. Like, they're just like, the, and like they they appreciate like like changes in the game, you know? They appreciate like, didn't see it so much in my fight because there wasn't a lot of ground action, but like, you'd see guys pass the guard and like Japanese fans are clapping, you know, whereas in the States it's just, stand him up, bro, let him bang, bro. <laughs> you know? Which I mean, I'm a fan of, but at the same time, it's like, guys, like, come on, chill out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I saw that you were set to fight in Kazakhstan, but that never materialized. What happened with that fight? Bro, those guys were just playing games, man. They offered me a fight over there against a pretty good guy. Um, you know, I'm trying to get back on the horse a little bit here, so I figured I'd take it. And um, he kept on saying, oh, yeah, the fight's for sure. You know, never sent a contract, never sent a contract, no, no, never booked tickets. We were getting to like a week out or two weeks out. It's like, you know what, I'm not doing this. And, the, and then they, they, they agreed to an amount of money, and then they dropped it. And they're like, oh, we can't do it for that. And they just, they were playing games. And, you know, in, in, this, in, this, in this game, there's no, t- I don't got any time for people who want to bullshit around, you know. Like, it's. This is, that was what I do for a living, man. Don't don't be screw don't screw with my food money, bro. I also saw that you were suffering through a rib injury injury recently. How did that happen? Man. I was <laughs> pretending to be Shogun sparring with Tyson Pedro, bro. That dude's got long knees. <laughs> we were uh, we were sparring, and he uh, he just clipped me with just a really nicely placed knee right in the floating rib. And I was like, oh, I'm all right, I'm all right. And we went back, and he fucking threw it again. They caught me in the spot. I, I must have been out for a month just laying on my couch, just not doing shit. It's terrible. <laughs> well, 
2018, even though in the ring or in the cage, you weren't very successful, but outside it seemed like you grew as a fighter a lot, being able to train with some high-level, you know, training partners like with Tyson Pedro and even I think you were you got a lot of working with Mark Hunt and some there was a lot of other names what did what did you think about overall your development in 2018 man 2018 was like it was like it was a real juxtaposed year man like I think I got better as a fighter um it just didn't translate necessarily into the ring like you said but I mean I think it was it was a matter of just small things that screwed me up in 2018 like and that PFL fight I'm leading the cards on that one easy mm-hmm. until I get clipped with that goddamn flying knee and end up all over sports center. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, it's, I mean, same thing in the jury fight, you know, I was getting off, getting off. And then, you know, that dude's just good. I'm not taking shit away. From Jerry. He's, but like, you know what I mean? Like that was a competitive fight. And then I just got, I got clipped. Shit happens. But I mean, you kind of hit the nose, the nail on the head. Like, um, you know, I've had the opportunity to train with a lot of guys. I've done a lot of traveling around moving this year. And, um, I'm really looking forward to this year. I'm going to really try to push the pace on the year. Um, just want to fight more. I want to stay in the gym. Can't be going. Can't, I can't be having these long layoffs in between. Like that, that that wasn't necessarily anybody's fault other than the New York Athletic Commission before. But, you know, I'm looking forward to putting some new skills on point. Um, actually, of all things, you wouldn't expect it. I've been getting some great uh, jiu-jitsu work done up here in Alaska. This uh, Anchorage BJJ here has got – I walked in the other day, and they must have had four or five black belts on the mat, a bunch of brown belts, and these dudes are all assassins on the ground, just killers. And like you wouldn't, you don't think Alaska, and you think, oh, like BJJ. It's like now, like these these dudes are killers, man. So I've been we get some really good work here, and uh, hopefully going to be able to showcase that a little bit, you know. And uh, but then you know at the end of the day, there's always the old head kicks and head kicks and hands for everybody. Well, I wanted to ask you about that, you know, training in Alaska. You know, Alaska's population is not really too high, and especially the fight community is—is is it big? I don't know. You know, for for like for what Alaska is, the fight community is real big here. They have, um, I think they have two shows up here that run monthly shows. Um, the one being on Fight Pass on Wednesdays, that's the AFC, and then there's another show that runs out in one of the smaller towns. Uh, they fight uh, on Tuesdays, and uh, you know, I mean, Alaska's a—it's like a—it's a—it's a tough place. Full of shit outside, full of bears and stuff, and it's full of tough people. You know what I mean? So like, there's a big community that follows the fights and everything. Um, level wise, it's just not like a real high level fight scene just yet. I think it's it's on the rise, definitely. Um, especially with, I mean, like I said, everybody up here is tough as shit. So I mean, once once the level of like skill starts to get up, with I mean, you can't teach toughness, you know. So once these guys' skill levels start to get a little bit higher, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a real hotbed. It's gonna be one of those states, kind of like Hawaii or whatever, you know, where, you know, you're fighting a dude from Alaska. You're gonna have a tough fucking fight. Well, you do have a fight coming up in Alaska. Yeah. Are you the main event of this show? Of course, bro. I only do one thing, and that's main event shows. <laughs> I was I was the main event over Crow Cop and Risen, bro. We were the last fight of the night. <laughs> that's definitely true. Um, now, yeah, yeah. Um, New year, new opponent. What is going to be different about you? Bro, I'm, I'm, like I said, man, I'm going to bring the same honey bear to the show, to the table. I'm just going to look to finish things a little bit earlier, you know, um, without overexerting myself. I've been leaving my – I've been. Le- I've watched some of my old fights. I've been leaving things uh, – thing, leaving stuff on the table a little bit where I could have continued to combo and finished, and instead I backed off. 
or I got an opportunity to take a guy down and I know I'm way better than him on the ground, but I want to stand up and bang. I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't get paid by the second, bro. I don't get paid by the minute of being in there. So I'm going to go in and try and, I'm going to try and out professional guys uh, this year. That's going to be my maneuver. Just going to go out there and I'm just, I'm better than you already. I'm going to show everybody that I'm better than you. Now, let's talk about PFL a little bit. Are you going to be in the heavyweight tournament next year? Man, um, I'm still getting emails from them. <laughs> so, I mean, I reckon it's, I reckon there's a good chance of it, but to be fair, I've made this pretty clear to everybody. Um, if I can get some, and risen if I've like, there's been a deal, an offer on the table and everything, but I want to just make sure I can fight more. I want to fight in Japan. That's where I want. But it's hard to say no to a million dollars at the same time. <laughs> so I think basically uh, my game plan right now is I got two fights. I'm going to fight up here in Alaska, and then uh, I'm going to move. I'm moving out to Bali, and from there I'm going to sit down and kind of make a decision on what I want to do. But Given my my druthers, I'll be fighting on the uh, the April card in Ryzen, and then PFL starts in May. So who knows, bro? <laughs> Definitely, you gotta have a plan, right? Yeah, gotta have contingencies too, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now, so you're saying you're gonna plan on staying in Alaska for the first part of this year, train and fight. My plan is, so I'm, I'm gonna take two fights up here, um, in about inside of about two weeks of each other. So I'm gonna fight on the 16th uh, for the AFC show, and then I'm gonna fight on that other show I was talking about uh, the first weekend in February, and then I'm getting my ass out of this frozen state. <laughs> so I'll be up here like the first or second week of February, and then uh, you know I think I'm gonna pack up and move to Bali, and then uh, hang out out there, and then um, I'm gonna try and talk to my buddies over there at City Kickboxing, see what they think about me, maybe coming and doing some camps with them. Oh, that sounds like a great plan, man. Uh, well, right? you're going to be back in the cage, man, January 16th. Yes, sir. AFC 144. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Also, everybody can watch it. It's going to be on Fight Pass. Huge opportunity. It's beautiful. You don't even have to be in Alaska, and you can watch me kick ass. <laughs> All right, Jake. Thanks for your time, man. I always appreciate it, and uh, good luck on your future. Cheers, brother.